Hi guys, welcome to the Journey Through Med podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to mentoring and motivating international medical students. And on this podcast, we'll be speaking to international medical graduates as well as international medical students to bring to light opportunities and information that will be beneficial on your journey through medicine. I'm your host, Blessing Tonyava, a third-year medical student in China. This podcast promises to be informative, enlightening, and motivating, so be sure to follow us and share the episode. This is the Journey Through Med podcast, and your journey is a story worth telling. Hi guys, this is episode 21 of the JTM podcast and I'm super excited to have you join us today. And in this episode for the first time, I have two guests with me, two beautiful, two amazing guests. And they are all from Nigeria and have lived in China for close to eight years. So welcome to the podcast, Barry, and welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. Good to have us here, right? Awesome. It's good to see you. It's good to have you here with me. I hope you had a great day. Yeah, thank you very much. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so we'd go into the episode and we'll we'll, get some icebreakers. So are we ready for the icebreakers? You choose one number from 1 to 10 and then we see how it goes from there. Okay, what kind of questions do They are just random questions to get okay, it started. Okay, let Elizabeth go first then. All right. <laughs> number two. Okay. All right. Number two says, "What's your favorite Chinese dish?" My favorite Chinese dish. I would say recently I started eating there's this thing we with my friends when we are together we do buy yes chicken it's like a semi pogo kind of thing. Okay, let me just go with pogo. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Alright. Cool. Like those chicken the chicken with the shrimps, yeah, right? The shrimps. Okay. <laughs> I love that one as well. All right, now to you, Barry. Okay, I'll pick number one. Number one, okay. This is this is a cool question. It says, would you rather have the ability to talk to land animals, animals that fly, or ones that live in water? And what would the conversations be like? <laughs> you know, when you, were, <laughs> when you were asking the question, I was already asking, like, what is the benefit? Okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe the ones that can fly. You know? Okay. Why? Because at least animals that fly. <laughs> animals that fly would be able to, like, maybe deliver a mess, deliver messages from uh, to another country. So they would, mm. they would serve a lot of purpose, you know? Nice. <laughs> I like that. All right. So uh, let's begin with this question. Tell us a bit about your your background. Um, if you were to talk about yourself outside of medicine, outside of being a medical graduate, who would you say Dr. Berry is? 
what's your name, where you're from, what do you like to do during your leisure and all that. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. You know, when people ask me about myself, I get really confused and I'm like, who am I again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, I, I am that very quiet girl. You know, always. Mm. <laughs> That's not true. I'm that loud girl. <laughs> Am I loud? Okay. Do you think I'm loud? No, I am just that. I am. I'm in the middle. I don't know how to. Mm. I, I don't know how to describe my personality because it changes depending <laughs> on the situation. But I think. I am. I can be very calm sometimes, and sometimes I am just, you know. But generally, I am. I am a. I don't know. I tell you, this is a very difficult question for me. But yeah, outside of medicine, I am that girl. I'm the life of the party, you know. I am. I am very, very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always happy. I'm always happy, you know. But people can misunderstand me a lot. But I still don't care. I just want to enjoy life. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just a little about me. Mm. Okay, okay. So, Dr. Elizabeth, did you have all your education in Nigeria? How was your growing up life? Uh, for my education, I had parts in Nigeria. And yeah, my, from my nursery school to my secondary school. Yeah, and then for university in China, and growing up for me was, you know, it wasn't bad. My dad was kind of strict, you know, like us playing outside with other kids. But my sister and I, my immediate other sister, we always find a way, you know, to play. And then my dad's horn, when we, we just said our horn, we know he's coming, and then we go out to uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was playful as a child. I love playing. <laughs> I think all kids love to play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, if you were to summarize your medical school experience here in China, what would you say? So we can start with you. Yeah. <laughs> Roller coaster. <laughs> Why is that? The language barrier for me, I would say, and uh, it's not really easy. I know some teachers, I actually know, like, these people definitely, they have something to give out. But you see, in terms of, like, Mm -hmm. explanation, they can't explain very well. With Chinese, they will do better, but explaining very deep in English, kind of. So, yeah, studying in China, I'm grateful to God for 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 the opportunity. Thank God. Yeah, it's just a bit, sometimes I, I wonder like, but are you sure you sure you wanted me to be here, or maybe mm. at the end of it all, I discovered that studying here, God brought me here for a purpose, and beyond even my medical mm-hmm. career. Been able to meet amazing people, beautiful people. So yes, it's not bad. 
Interesting. I like how you said the roller coaster because it means that if you sat through the ride, then you really, really survived. Because <laughs> ups and downs, yeah, ups and downs, and you are still here now. So it's great. Um, so Dr. Barry, do you have any different experience? Not different if you are mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to say if you are summing up your med school experience here, is it different from what Dr. Elizabeth had? No, not different because uh, we were basically in the same college and you know the same class. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> the same house. Yeah, the same, ha- the same house, the same everything. It was a it was a roller coaster, mm-hmm. you know. But I enjoyed the experience, even though there are some days like, did I just say days like there are some weeks you just want to like give up, but. You know, mm. that's what medical school is all about. It's it's trolls challenges at you and whether you like it or not, you just have to 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 go through it. Even, even like even if you come out in a very negative like in a, you just have to go through it or you give up. But yeah. I'm grateful mm. I didn't. Okay. We are also grateful you didn't because the world has a doctor now. And that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so the topic we are discussing today is eight lessons I've learned in China. You know, after eight years of being here, let's let's look at the lessons that you have learned and maybe the mistakes that you made and all that happened. So let's look at friendship and relationships. Let's begin with that. What's that one thing that stands out for you in friendship and relationship that you think you would never forget this lesson. <laughs> and if there is anyone out there, you would really want to give this lesson out to them. Mm. Well, okay. If, for me, it might sound kind of somehow, but God bless me with amazing friends here in China. And when it comes mm. to friendship, yeah, I, I sometimes I hear people talk about like their experience with friends is totally different yeah. from mine. Right from childhood, I don't know. God just used that, that to bless me. The people I've had as friends have been really great people and wonderful people. I've never had the friendship that I'm like, hey, God, who sent me this? So <laughs> the only thing I can say if I'm to say something about friendship is that it's just to 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 respect your friends, to love them, to value them, really, because you and also you need friends in your life. Sometimes some people think like yeah. standing out alone, like being alone, it's it's good. It's not good. Even God, if God does, God knows the essence of bringing people together. We need each other to help each other. Mm. So I'll say, if you have a good friend, hold them tight. Don't let them go. Mm. Yeah, so I, I don't have yeah. bad lessons. I only have good lessons to tell people. Yes, that friendship is really important. Very important. It's essential. Just like the air you breathe. It sounds funny, but... Yeah. Yeah, and especially when you are away from home like this with no one to depend yeah. on when it comes to such things, having great friends around you is essential. Yeah, and I like what you said about valuing your friendships. 
Yeah, because you know how in back home we have people around us, so we don't really tend to value their existence or to value the relationship that we have with them. Mm. But when you come here and you realize that, hey, you just have two friends, two people that you can call real friends, two people that you can depend totally on, then you know that you really have to value them instead of just, you know, yeah, you really have to value them. So to you, Dr. Berry. Yeah, she has said it all. Like, well, for me, it was a different kind of experience. Like before I came to China, mm. like I, like I had friends that were good, but I I had bad experiences with friends. But when I got here, it has mm-hmm. it has been good. It has been good all the way, and I am grateful for that. And yeah, friendship is very important. And people will think not having friends is is a flex. They're just it just it's it's not a flex. I don't want to say anything negative. It's mm-hmm. not a flex. Having good friends who can point to you and you can point to them is very essential and it's it's just a way of building connection for the future. You know? Someday mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. kids and they would need something you're not capable of. It's the people you've surrounded yourself with, is the people you've you have around your table, your friends that you would be your connection. So if you if you're saying you don't have any friends, you're a yeah. loner. You're just you're just putting yourself in in some tro- kind of trouble that you don't you you've not even seen yet. So there's no and there's no joy in being a loner. I don't know. I mean, I I value alone time, but friendship is what even makes it interesting. Like makes life interesting most of the times. So yeah, friendship is is a beautiful thing. Mm. Okay, so I just wanted to ask, what's one thing that your friendship with Dr. Lizzie has taught you? Um, a lot. It has taught me, uh, our friendship has mm-hmm. taught me to be, how to be there for, for someone else. I'm that kind of person before, mm-hmm. even, even till now, I won't say just because there's still that, I, like it's something I'm working on, but like them showing me, I have been trying to emulate it. Like I've been trying to be there for someone else. Cause before I am just like, I don't care. Like, cause like I told you earlier, like I've had friends that hurt my feelings a lot. So, but now I've tra- I've been open, mm. been more open and I've been trying to like, you know, be there for others to the same way they've been there for me. And another thing I've learned is that mm, nice. having prayerful friends is is very important. You know, there are days that you would mm. re- you would like hit rock bottom and you are not able to pick yourself up, but your friends are the ones to help you up. Yeah. In like so many so many different mm. ways you would not even think. You like you can't imagine. Is it a relationship when like maybe you know? relationship like boys issues or and you like you not even expect it but your friends will be the ones to like cheer you up and you know make you feel better mm. so yeah so many other ways but i'll just keep it at that <laughs> yeah great 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 all right so let's look into finances uh, did you guys have in any way have any challenge? Because now you're working, so you're like the rich aunties. 
<laughs> aren't you you are so before before did you have any financial challenges and what lessons did you draw from that or from any financial experiences that you had <laughs> uh, uh, let me let me start i'll say uh, uh-huh challenges would make you work hard <laughs> you know mm. you don't have money you know so it will make you to put more effort to work hard to 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 get okay so uh, I'll say when it comes to finances during my undergrad program, because mm, there, you know, from home, parents are there trying to pay for your fees. Mm-hmm. I was in scholarship, it was self-paid. And yeah, mm-hmm. so my parents, God used my parents for me to provide for my fees and then my house rent. So it wasn't bad for me because... Um, everybody has their own stories, so it wasn't bad for me. But I had to start hustling because <laughs> you know things are so. <clears throat> we know now. We know where we are coming from. I just had to start hustling mm-hmm. you know, for for my own personal upkeep, and yeah, and also do some. Uh, how how will I say it? What the term to use? Illegal activity. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. So now when I talk about it, like, please, people shouldn't think about drugs or some, you know, prostitution. It's not that. Uh huh. Just you know, here in China, we are not permitted to work as students. So, but yeah, I had to take some part time horses. And yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a really good hairstylist. So if you are listening in and you are anywhere in China, you can travel all the way from Beijing to Changchun just for her to make your hair. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so to you, Dr. Berry, did you go through any financial challenges and what lessons did you draw from those experiences? Okay, for me, it was it was really tough, most especially during my undergrad i like it got so bad i almost got um arrested like um the school because i i wasn't able to make up for my my tuition fee it got so bad i almost Mm -hmm. lost my visa and i am grateful just like i said like your friends would show up for you it was my friends that helped me uh, through that and through those moments but, um, you know, yeah, finances is a very important aspect of med- medical school. So you have to be ready mm. financially. And the way it has affected me is, is that I, I work even harder and I try to save more and to invest wisely. Because looking, looking at where I come from, it's not as if it's totally bad but I am this kind of person I try to I like to be very independent so I mm. try to just work harder work smarter and save and invest wisely than before so that's it mm. yeah. nice but were you saving in 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 undergrads I tried to 
I try to and I, 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 I try to spend my money wisely too. Did you have a piggy did you have a piggy box or you had a savings account with another bank in your I savings? I had a piggy box. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. What about you, Dr. Lizzie? Did you save in, in school? Because for me now, I don't know where my saving is. Did I save? It's like as the money is coming in, it's meant for spending. But mm. I tried to yeah. when I was about to graduate during um, um, year six. So that was when I had like a better opportunity. So yes, I was able, I was able to save little little things here and there. Yeah. So that helped me too. But there you mm. God was saving my life Yeah, I can imagine like before the money comes in, it's already gone because you always have something to use it for. Mm. Okay. All right, let's go back to med school. Let's go back to med school. What 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 lesson? Like the major major lesson that you tell anybody anytime anywhere, even if you are waking up from sleep now. That's the first thing you that will come to your mind when you have the question. What one lesson did you learn? Did you get from your whole med school experience? Six years, seven years. What's that one thing that med school taught you? Hmm. I'll say <laughs> sometimes the way you plan things it might not go that way. It's like mm. you know we we already have like a plan. For me personally, it's like oh I want to medicine. After I will, when I'm done immediately I'll go for my residency. This that and that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has the doctor in their front is going to work as that at the end of the day. Mm. Oh yeah, you just tend to teach me that you might plan your life this way, but maybe God has another chance for you. You don't know. Things might not come out the way mm. you're doing. You might end up being a model. You might end up being an actress. Your yeah. might change. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. I, I would just say, but also another lesson too that I, I learned is that uh, I would say. Taking your studies serious, some things if they are teaching it might not make sense. Try as much as possible to 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 look for many resources, search, ask questions. That was something I didn't do. Like though I I, I didn't have like maybe any friends study medicine in another another country that I could ask questions or did do things but now i'm just realizing there are a lot of resources even with the restrictions we had here in the, the barrier i would say mm-hmm. a lot of resources online that i didn't make good use of and even mm-hmm. now it's like i have to refer back to the th- things that i already sh- i should know then now i'm learning mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yes yeah, so spending a lot of time something you used to study for an hour but because your your visits is not that good you're spending a lot of hours. Make sure you do a lot of research. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Over to you. Well, I would say for me, I would say the lesson I learned is to be 
resilient, like be be ready to read, especially to study. Because mm. I remember one time like that, <laughs> I I read for I am not uh-huh. exaggerating. I read for thirteen hours straight without breaks or no with breaks. breaks. Thirteen hours straight. Th- what? <laughs> and let me tell you, like, really? yeah, we had an examination the next day. Like before going to the examination hall, like I thought, like my brain would be on fire. Like I had to like pour water on my head, like cold water. <laughs> to quench like you know after that exam to quench yeah it was the last paper and you know i i i went out like after the exam we went somewhere and someone saw me i was like what is what is happening what happened to you (laughs) (laughs) you can literally see that this is not this (laughs) like so just be be ready to to like read ready to read mm. and another thing i've learned is that um your grades they don't define what kind of physician physician or doctor you'll be so grades grades mm. are just temporary it's it's what you can do with your hands and how you can uh, approach your your patients is what really matters okay mm-hmm. another thing i would say is that mm. As a medical student, if you want to be a medical, if you are planning to be a medical student, it's like you will not necessarily be the smartest person in the class. So don't, mm. I don't, don't, don't see that as a problem. Just go there with that mindset that you want to be a doctor and you are going to give it as much as you can. So don't worry yourself because you saw someone mm. else. They don't give. I don't know about other universities, but they don't give. Um, I mean, they they they, 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 yes, they don't, yes, and they don't do for second. Just give it your best, give it your all, because medical school can be really mm. exhausting. It's a different kind of tired, and you know, let's not even talk about yeah. when you start doing internship. There was a time I in surgery. This surgery they did um, hernia. Um, surgery for this same patient, and they did. Um, um, they wanted to remove the, I think, the gallstones. Then this same, this same patient had um, colon cancer, and they wanted to also remove. I doubt if he made it because I, I didn't check later. But it was a lot of surgery on one patient, and mm-hmm. yes, and I was in there, and you know, not even up to an hour. I I remember that I had breakfast. I was sweating so like I was sweating and I was shaking. <laughs> and I was shaking. Thank goodness the doctors were really nice. The doctor helped me like to sit down on the floor. I was like literally on the floor, like dying like the patient. And you know, the other doctors were laughing and they were pointing like so it's a different kind of exhaustion. So just be mentally prepared. Be ready, Sha. So that's mm. what I have. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be ready. Yeah. Be ready. And I like the part of uh, the grades. Yeah. The grades, in as much as you should work hard to get good grades in school, that doesn't mean that 
maybe if one of your your grades are not good, you beat yourself yeah. up and say, "Hey, you are quitting med school altogether." Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so generally, generally, what's one thing that life in China has taught you? Generally, life in China, moving up and down, going from one place to another, was one thing that life in China has taught you. I would say it has opened my eyes to see other cultures and be accepting mm. of other people who are not like me or who who don't share the same values as me. I've learned to be able to be more open to like like to accept them, not necessarily support what they are all about, but to accept them and to uh-huh. love them regardless. And also to be able to mm. respect other people's opinion. Why, even though it's different from mine, just the same way they respect mine, you know. So I would say mm. I've learned a lot. It has opened my eyes to different kind of, different kind and diverse kind of people. Yeah. 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 So accepting people for who yeah. they are and loving yeah, them regardless. through yeah. it all. That's actually the greatest thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the greatest thing to accept people for mm-hmm. who they are and just to show love to them yeah. no matter what. On to you, Dr. Lizzie. Probably a lot of things, but really, <laughs> this country has made me realize I will repeat what I said the last time from like medical students, like your your way might change. Things can just change. Are you ready for change? Yeah. It might be a good change. It might be mm. a fast change. But are you really ready for change? Because some things that has happened to me, <laughs> if you ask me, oh, what I'm even doing now? Like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even expect that I'll, I'll be braiding people's hair to get money in my entire life. If you tell me that, I'll tell you, you don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> Not something that I even mm. think I'll do. And... Also taking risk of, I remember when it was about when when I wanted to graduate, and then with my beautiful sister, <laughs> we were taking some risky. <laughs> I traveled, we traveled, we we don't we traveled from. It was during school time. We traveled from Changchun to Shuchang to go and do it. Uh, <laughs> to <go> and work. <laughs> yeah. We took it. Our embassy has some parts in your world because they're like, what is this concern? Them? <laughs> yeah, we went all the way. So I would say sometimes, like, that doesn't like some risk are worth taking. Thank God for, yeah. those, for those risks mm. we took. And also, even the risk when we wanted to graduate with this same Josephine, with this same Dr. Berry. We've done yeah. things together. We've done things. We've done things. We're actually working in a school. Thank God. And the police even came that day. And she was the one there. Thank God. Thank God. Like, but yeah. But this week actually paid. It's paid, you know. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like that first one you said about being ready for change. Not just positive change, but even sometimes negative change. Like, how ready are you if there's something that is going to change in your personal yeah. life or even in your general life? Yeah, how ready are you for change? That's profound. Yeah. That's profound. Okay, let's let's just go into this before we bring the episode to an end. What's 
one experience like just share that one experience you would never forget maybe it was at a bank maybe with a chinese maybe with another foreigner was that one experience that mm, you would always have on your mind when you leave china <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, this one is it's a lot we have, i have to i have to think because there are a lot of things i can't if you ask me i can wake me up i'm still thinking the one uh, okay I'll, let me just say this it's kind of funny though but um i remember like there was this school i was doing part-time so as dr berry me i was doing morning and she was doing in the afternoon so the kids being like the way we are our color and then we're, we're different from them I've been going to teach these kids. They've been seeing me every time, you know. And then this day, <laughs> this little girl, she just walked up to me and she was like, and she said it in Chinese. Did she be strong as she now strong? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think we all have those experiences of people secretly taking pictures and videos of you like sometimes they'll even walk up to you with their phones like this straight up to your face just to take a picture and you're like ah like seriously <laughs> why would you do that yeah okay well like for me okay. just like elizabeth said like there's every every day there's always something up in in china like from people staring at you every day, every single day. I wonder how, I wonder if I would ever get used to the fact that someone is not staring at me. Like, you know, maybe when I go home or if I go to another country that is more diverse, maybe I would, I would get uncomfortable that people are not staring at me, you know, because I've been so used to people staring at me and all that. So there are lots of really fun or like something bizarre or something crazy happening every day yeah well for me i would say uh, okay a student a, a, a kid that calls me yeah yeah like grandpa grandpa yeah yeah is grandpa <laughs> yeah yeah is grandpa in in chinese like 
till now he still calls me yeah yeah like grandpa yeah yeah or oh, the one that the ones that call me that that girl <laughs> you know what that girl is <laughs> elder brother <laughs> and you know kids can be funny like we we play with our innocence but i don't know whatever they mean because one calls me yeah yeah grandpa the other do i look like a man i don't know <laughs> but there's always something up in china something fun or crazy or like yeah. there's never a normal day like when i mean normal in the sense that in africa you can just go about your day in nigeria no one knows in ghana no one knows you go you come back everything is okay but in china no someone must look at you in a different way or no one to sit with you yeah so something is always up something is always up the yeah yeah part was funny oh my <laughs> goodness like seriously <laughs> the kids it's the kids for me mm, okay okay this has been interesting learning from your lessons has been refreshing and yeah it's great to have you both on the platform and joining me today so i'll go into the quote of the episode and then we wrap up okay and this is from a book that i read uh know my name by chanel miller and it says most of us understand that your future is not promised to you it is constructed day by day through the choices you make your future is earned little by little through hard work and action. If you don't act accordingly, that dream dissolves. So do you guys resonate with this this quote? Of course. Of course, yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah, and, and, and can you what can you say about that? How does it relate to your life or your experiences? Okay, let me just finance so um you know you're in a position and you don't like you're not comfortable with some little little things you start doing would make way me now recently i started dating but i still need money anybody listening that wants to help me i'm also to receive so anything you want to see change it might be little by little it might just be that thing that you feel oh mm, who knows maybe one day i'll start baking for people it takes those ones we see on um yeah yes we don't know so some little little things and if you want to see change because i i i i, I know yes i yes i have faith my future is going to be bright i'm going to have a lot of money uh, Yes, yeah, so that's money that I'm seeing that I will have in the future. I have to start working for it now. It's not just going to grow one day. It starts from little by little. Where I was 2015 when I came to China, thank God I'm not there. Even where I was last month is different this month. So each change you want mm. to see, you have to be working towards it and you keep on getting better. Unless if you be like, I'll be reaching the people and be are there cutting your leg, you're not adding any value you're not doing anything if you, you just believe mm. it in your memory you'll be rich in your memory <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah mm. okay so if you want to see the changes in your life in your environment wherever you have to work on them work on those things that you would love to see changes in it might be a little step it might be just 
you know, a workout. Maybe you want to see changes in your physique. So it might be going to the gym. It might be a workout. You want to see changes in your academics. You might be putting more time into studying, you know, and whatever that you want to see changes in, those little things matter. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, you bake amazing cakes. You know, the last time Dr. Faber was just showing me a cake you baked. I don't know. It, it looked like those Chinese birthday cakes with those balls <laughs> and those and the chocolate. Yeah, I was just Hello? like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like you can see your talents are bearing fruit now and it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Maybe you should bake it and, and, and send to me as well here in Italian. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so what I understand is each day you have to work towards your goal. The future you mm. dream of, the future you've imagined, you, even if a soothsayer comes to you, or came to you that you are going to become this or you are going to become that. It requires, it still requires effort. Even if you are like, even if it's a prophecy, yeah. like you, there's still, it still requires you to make an effort to take a step towards that goal. So if it's, it's, mm. it's, it, it, yeah, if you get a message or if it's a dream you have or something you imagine or an idea that pops into your head, it still requires every day day-to-day effort to re- to reach that goal through hard work so if you just get a message or something and you just sleep on it and wake up and be like oh, they say i'm going to be this they say i'm going to be that and you're not making an effort to mm. work towards that goal you're just wasting your time so whatever it is mm. even if it's even if it seems impossible I would say just like Elizabeth said the other time that it, taking risk it's is is I know it's a huge deal but it's it might work and that might is is still a chance so take chances mm-hmm. don't let go of opportunities even if the thing sounds impossible just just take that step just take one step or just try it and not trying at all just try so that you won't leave the rest of your life in regret like what could have happened what if i have tried a bit so just do it just just try that's what i would say just try mm, yeah. amazing great so take chances and there's always something that you can do to be a better person every day so no matter what you know has come your way or no matter what has gone right or gone wrong mm. There's always something you can do to be a better person. So just go for that. And in chasing your dreams, be sure to put in the work and the effort that you need to get to where you want to be. So this is how we wrap up on today's episode. Thank you, Dr. Lizzie, our hairstylist, our (laughs) baker. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have you. Yeah, and thank you so much, Dr. Barry, as well, for joining in on today's session. Thank you thank very you. much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and I wish you all the best in all your endeavors, my rich aunties. <laughs> rich. Yeah. Very soon you'll be sending me home bow, home bow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
you can say oh my our little sister this is just for you to you know take care of yourself in med school and all that so just take this 1000 yuan and just relax because everything will be fine So here are two reviews and the first is from a sixth year medical student, Prince Emmanuel, and it says, Yeah, I listened to the last episode this morning about the language barriers and it reminded me of my experience with this language here in China. It motivated me and pushed me to go higher. God bless you for your podcast. They are so refreshing. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that this motivated you. I'm grateful that you found inspiration in someone else's story to push you um, to continue on your own journey in medicine. And the second review is from Abel and it says, Sometimes you don't even care about the words in Chinese. I can relate. And it's so refreshing to know how um, people can relate to the stories of others. And really that's what this podcast is all about, that we can relate to each other's stories and get to inspire and encourage each other as we are journey through medicine. Thank you so much for listening. And if this episode blessed you in some way, be sure to share the episode and follow us on Spotify or any other platform you are listening on. Always remember that your journey is a story worth telling.